Your sensors are correct. Do not adjust your heading. Your heading. You've discovered the Omega Particle. Streaming to the Alpha Quadrant and beyond. 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 Here's your host. The anchorman of the Federation. The doctor of Dilithium. This is Jonathan Wiegand. Welcome to the Omega Particle. I'm your gracious and patriotic host today, Jonathan Wiegand, joining you behind the golden OPP microphone on another, what is this called, uh, News and Brews? News and Brews? <laughs> I don't know why that's a terrible Boston accent. Anyway, um, yeah, so I'm, as always, uh, be reading Star Trek news, but having beer or cold brew because I drink more cold brew than I do alcohol because some people say I'm a raging alcoholic. That's a joke. <laughs> I'm obviously not. Anyway, um, yeah, so the Olympics are here. I am a huge Olympic nut. I live in the United States. I, I'm cheering on the U.S. athletes. I know a lot of um, people have expressed concerns about watching or cheering on because of the, Be- the Olympics are in Beijing. I say the athletes are there, so cheer them on, and hopefully we can win, and maybe the Olympics will uh, offer up some good spirit, and that we will unify as a... Anyway. (laughs) Yeah, I want to start off, thank you so much for that kind reception to the Lucille Ball episode. It was a really cool story and really neat to kind of dive deep on, and um, the several interviews that I watched... Yeah, she's just an amazing lady and um, the matriarch of Star Trek, as I called her. So if you haven't listened to that, please check it out. And then also, just a short reminder, we are dropping the Dominion series, the beginning of the Dominion series, the beginning of the week, or sorry, the end of the week. (laughs) And I mean, it's so far in my research is like, are they misunderstood? Are there parallels to a people or nation that the DS9 writers base them off of? I mean, who are they? Are they... Um, in the Alpha Quadrant, or are they in another quadrant? And obviously, if you've watched DS9, you know the, the answer to that. But I wanted to kind of make this series for people that maybe you haven't watched DS9 in quite some time, or you've never watched it, and it's a good refresher on them. And um, Because I think they probably might have something to play eventually in um, maybe Lower Decks or one of the many Star Trek shows that are out there that are going to be out there as we'll talk about later. All right, Luna, let's light this candle and cover the Star Trek News of the Week. So there was a new show announced from Paramount Plus this week, and we're going back to school. And no, we're not talking Rodney Dangerfield back to school, which surprisingly has a Robert Downey Jr. in it. So if you've never seen that, <laughs> stop with it. Know that people love the 80s references. Okay, Luna, just, just drop it. Anyway, yeah, they're going to Starfleet Academy as a show on Paramount+, Plus, which is kind of neat, kind of curious how that's going to look. And it's been developed at CBS Studios and Alex Kurtzman's studio called Secret Hideout. So they're going to bring it on the Paramount Plus streaming service. And I mean, this is like years in development. 
type of like shows. So we all know that there's a Section 31 spinoff coming with Michelle Yao. And I mean, that's not even been picked up yet. We're, we're just expecting that to come because we've heard confirmation after confirmation. So that show, Section 31, is going to come out. And then apparently Starfleet Academy is coming out pretty close in the next development stage. I mean, this is like breaking news because Starfleet Academy hasn't really even been pitched yet. It's just been, hey, we're creating this show. Hopefully Paramount Plus picks it up, which I definitely think they will pick it up because it's I think it's a perception and a couple stories we've only seen a few times, especially in the TNG era with Will Wheaton. And I mean, I guess, yeah, Tom Paris was well, not Tom Paris, but yeah, he was in that, too, but not the Tom Paris. It's the same guy. Thanks for recycling actors on Star Trek Voyager. Anyway, (laughs) um, yeah, like I said, Kurtzman even said we have to think several years out. And we're thinking about knowing what the new show is going to be two or three years before they even get on air. So, I mean, a lot of planning going on. A lot of things going into development at Paramount+. Plus. So, I mean, I feel like they're expanding it to be this almost MCU style of content where it's just so much coming out consistently and there's such a broad range of that. And I mean, that almost leads us right into our, like her next point. There was an article in the Santa Barbara newspaper, Santa Barbara news press. That's what it's called. I'm saying, is this the next golden age of Star Trek? And I would agree with that, but change it a little bit. I think it's a silver age of Star Trek. Um, and if you've never heard that saying before, it's referring to the early nineties, like when we had TNG, we had Voyager, we had DS nine, and they were all in the air at one point at the same time. And each of those shows had seven seasons each, and they were sometimes 20, 25 episodes a season, 45 minutes. That's a lot of freaking content, a lot of freaking episodes. So it's always been referred to as a golden age of Star Trek because it kind of reawakened a whole generation and it kind of expanded the universe. And we're kind of seeing that again. And I mean, now it's Picard. We have Discovery. We have Prodigy and Lower Decks right now. And they all stream on Paramount+. Plus. That's a brilliant business move to have everything consolidated on one. Great for the customer? Maybe not, but... <laughs> It's still a smart business thing because then, I mean, even to me, I think it's like 10 bucks a month because I don't like commercials. I think it's easier so I don't have to go chase it. You know, I don't have to have multiple Amazon Prime or Voyager's on Netflix and DS9's on Prime. And, you know, the new shows are going to be on Paramount Plus. So it just saves me effort and that's worth 10 bucks a month. So, <laughs> and I'm not getting paid for that. No Luna, no sponsorships. Nobody's talked to us. So that's that's just my two cents. We have all of these shows, plus there is there's a panel at this recent Los Angeles Comic-Con, and they were talking about doing a fourth Star Trek movie, which, of course, is the Abrams universe, the Kelvin universe, and that's being developed. And, I mean, talk about a freaking white whale with the Kelvin universe and the movies and because Star Trek Beyond didn't do that well, and, I mean, I didn't really enjoy it. And, I mean, In the Darkness, I really didn't even enjoy that much. I just feel like the movies, to me, are just almost a this is a wash. Uh, I mean, I do love some of the actors on there. I think they're great. But at the same time, like, can we just move on? Like, this Kelvin thing's kind of boring. I'd much rather see, like, a Captain Pike or even a, 
I don't know. That's that's wishful thinking having a DS9 movie, but that's just me. That magical season seven, you know. But I mean, to play the opposite spectrum, though, um, to argue that it's not the Silver Age is that, I mean, they're kind of just shooting crap out at the wall, and that's kind of the like critique of Paramount Plus and a lot of these studios right now in Star Trek is that is it? I mean, quality over quantity and i think i think there's some truth in that because i don't want just more of it i want quality stuff that means i have to wait aka look at the mandalorian and boba fett like normally we have to wait a really long time for those but when they come man they pack a punch and that's great i'd rather have that than like cheap fast food you know that i mean does it does it does it do the job yeah but it doesn't really leave you fulfilled and like so I, I'm praying that it continues to be really well done Star Trek um, in the Silver Age, but we'll just have to see. And I mean, even still, like I said, not even mention what's on the air. We have the Strange New Worlds coming out May 5th, which is this episodic wrapped in one hour kind of series, like the original series. Like I mentioned before, we have Section 31, a Starfleet Academy show. So it just seems like it's getting more and more and more out there, which... We shall see if people like that. Um, speaking of movies, like I mentioned briefly, my wife actually told me about this and I was really pumped and it seems really far away, but I thought I'd let you guys know because it just was announced. So they are re-releasing Star Trek Wrath of Khan. It's coming back to theaters. I will probably go watch it because I've never seen it in a theater. Um, I did that a few years ago when they did redid Jurassic Park and it was really cool. Um, Raptors still freaking terrify me. It's my one irrational fear. Um, and yeah, it's coming back in September 4th through the 6th. Mark your calendars because I will surely forget as well. It's coming out through Phantom Events. Phantom? Phantom Events. And um, you're just going to have to look and type in your zip code to see if it's playing close to you. I know the closest one to me is like an hour away. And I'm like, might be worth it. <laughs> it's actually put on by like Turner Classic Movies. So there's going to be this really cool like intro and then um exit in the movie so it's going to be pretty neat i think maybe even some like interviews and things like that before the movie starts so i think that's going to be pretty neat so check that out again that's september 4th through the 6th another big story that broke this week i was kind of surprised um this is this really isn't my uh niche forte but i thought i'd share because i know it's important to a lot of um trekkies out there and that's that Star Trek action figures are actually going to return later this year with some new ones, new characters, but also the retro ones from Playmates. And if you think of like small 90s action figures, you're probably thinking of Playmates because that's what I thought before I opened the article. I was like, oh my gosh. And they're going to bring in everybody. I mean, the whole kit and caboodle. So we got TNG, Wrath of Khan, even bringing in the new characters, like I mentioned, from Discovery. Um, they're going to be coming through online retailers, but brick and mortar stores as well. And it's called the Star Trek universe collection. So the action figures are going to be slated to come out later in the year, but just keep an eye because like those freaking NFT Star Trek things, those went super fast. I mean, within like, for me, it was like 20 or 30 minutes. They were gone. And I mean, they were more affordable, like, like six, I think it was like six to 12 bucks for just one. So it wasn't nuts, but still like, just be on the lookout. If that's important to you, please mark that in your calendars again um, or set up alerts like Google Alerts to know when they're going to release because I'm sure they're going to go fast and then people will jack the price up on eBay. 
Thanks a lot. <laughs> this is something I've also wanted to start doing too for these like news and brews, breaking away a little bit from the normal Star Trekky, you know, um, news that we do and having a little bit more fun still in the sci-fi realm. And that's called the story of the week. Captain's log supplemental. So when I read this, I was like, okay, this is cool, but also could be legit terrifying. So Toyota is heading to the moon with a cruiser, robotic arms, and dreams. That's lovely. Dreams. <laughs> so Toyota is working with Japan Space Agency. Blah, blah, blah. Japan Space Agency. I didn't even know Japan had a space agency. Is that American privilege? I don't know. But anyway, um, they're working on a vehicle to explore the lunar surface um, with the ambitions to help people live on the moon by 2040. So like 18 years, that's the goal to help people live on the moon by 2040 and then go live on Mars. This isn't some conspiracy dude living in his basement. This is like company officials from Toyota are talking about this. So they're hopping on the Elon Musk bandwagon, going to space, colonizing. Okay, so this is the part that kind of was funny to me. Like, one of the main designers who, like, heads the Lunar Cruiser Project at Toyota said that their little cruiser is based on the idea that people eat, work, sleep, and communicate with others safely in cars, and the same can be done in outer space. And I mean, that's true. If you have, like, all these pods, you're going to have to have a way to get to and fro on the lunar surface or any planet, so you need to make a car. But to me, it's just like, <laughs> the only time I really ever slept in my car was when I was, like, super exhausted and I was going my lunch break in the parking lot and take a nap. But now I work from home, so I've wanted to take a nap. I just go in my bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I was like, okay, that's kind of funny because, like, are they going to – is this a jewel thing? Are people going to live on their cars on the moon? Because that could be, like, awful. Anyway, I thought that was an interesting story for sci-fi and that we're kind of expanding those bounds. Maybe one day get a Federation – that has been this week's news and brews. Luna, let's wrap it up. Thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate you tuning in. And I really, I like this new, like, news and brews thing, don't you, Luna? Yeah, it's a little bit more informal. We can relax a little bit. We're kind of returning to form. We used to do this way back in the day of the podcast. So I kind of like it. It's just easier, more relaxed. Um, but also don't forget that we have the Dominion series dropping later in the week. Uh, really excited about that one. That is going to be crazy. But also if you want to ask any questions about the Dominion or submit any like things, specific topics you want me to cover or specific topics you don't want me to cover. I don't know what they would be. <laughs> but uh, please let me know. And you can always reach out to us on social media. A Mega Particle Podcast. Pretty much just type that in on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We're always there and happy to hang out and talk with you guys. And then always remember to rate, review, and subscribe. Take care of yourselves out there, everybody. And always remember, second star of the right. Straight on till morning.